the good news is, really, you know, we are closer to spring than than winter. You know, it is the 19th of February, after all. So, uh, despite the temperatures, uh, you know, we, we've had a couple of warm days mixed in there. Where it's been in the what the 40s. Thought we had a you know. So we've had a little snow melt here and there, and you know, a little bit of ice melt and whatnot in some parts of the river. You know, and we'll get more as the as time goes on. Um, it's not going to be too much longer anyway. But you know, and you know, as the influx of you know that that snow and ice melt, uh, and I'm I'm looking. You know, it, it's not going to be. I, I really don't think it's going to be more than you know a, a couple of weeks. Then we're going to start to see. Uh, you know, we're going to start to see those temperatures on a consistent basis here. You know, the the forties and. You know, we're going to start to see those 50s, and, uh, you know, March is going to be here, and um, it's more than just basketball season and tournament time and all that. You know, it's going to start to warm up. But, yeah, um, yeah and then we're going to start to see the melt and everything. And it, it does a couple of things as far as the uh, the water and the rivers and the lakes. And, uh, if, you know, it does a couple of things. You know, it jacks the water up, and it also dirties it up. Uh, so, uh, dug out my notes here during the break and uh, wanted to share kind of a, a couple of thoughts and ideas as far as, um, you know, how to present your lures when the watercolor is, you know, dark enough it looks like dirt and you could walk across it. Not that I recommend that because that wouldn't work real well. Um, first of all, <laughs> you kind of have to, you know, think about it a little bit and kind of maybe change your mindset a little bit. Um, and, and think about it in this way, that dirty water can actually be a good thing. You know, contrast it with, you know, a clear lake, you know, back bay, river, whatever. And dirty water is actually going to be several degrees warmer than the clear. You know, the dark particles absorb sunlight and, you know, warm up much faster. And that can, in turn, make the fish, the walleye, and bass, you know, more active. It'll make the, the, the little, you know bugs and critters and everything that they eat more active and the whole circle of life thing you know that we've talked about in the past and everything you know and the other thing too is you know the fish will feel more secure in their locations you know often in shallow areas since you know these areas contain warmer water you know they can't see well and you know i guess the mind thought goes is neither can their predators you know uh, so you know pick locations that have a high likelihood of of holding fish tips of underwater points, shorelines, drop-offs, wing dams, or, you know, places that have timber, uh, you know, weed lines, things along those lines. Um, here's a great place to maybe have that depth finder out and, and working, you know. Uh, since sight fishing, and unless you're casting to something sticking out of the water, like a tree, for example, um, you know, isn't going to help a whole lot. Um, you know, so there's, there's places that you can kind of, you know, gauge and, and think about and the other thing too is is actually now and and if you think about it uh, you know and i've suggested this in the past too is that during the open water season you mark your areas you know during the open water season like hey this is a place that when the ice fishing season comes around this is a place i want to try it's got the structure it's got you know this is a location that's got this this and this 
that would be really good, I think, for ice fishing season. Um, do the reverse there. It's like, hey, during you know the early part of open water season, when the ice comes out, it's, this place has got this, this, and this. Um, this is going to be a place I want to try you know, when the ice first goes out and you know, give it a try anyway. Whether it works or not, you know, it, it, but it's 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 worth trying. You know, jot it down, jot you know, put it down on in, in your in your phone, GPS, whatever you've got. Uh, make some notes, you know, and you know it, you've you've got it. It's at least a place to try. It's a good place to start. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does, then hey, you know, you've you've you just put something in your toolbox and and you know you've you've learned something. That's cool. So anyway, uh, now that you've kind of got the, you know, you've got a little thought here going as far as uh, the spots go, um, now to present the lure and, and you know, kind of, you know, what do you want to try? Um, which ones? Uh, or what do you want to, you know, maybe go for? You know, bass, walleye, whatever. You know, in this time of year, it, it does kind of come down to simple presentations, Uh not necessarily anything terribly finesse about it. Uh, you're not working on the presence, or the premise, I should say, that the fish is going to see your lure very well, really, if at all. Uh, so you, you, you have to kind of think of it in terms of engaging the other senses that the fish has in order to make that hookup happen. Uh, a lot of it involves you know feel and smell. Uh, the feel part goes like this. You know, by displacing the water, a fish with his lateral line uh, can key in on the vibrations and the sound to, to target the prey. Uh, you know, in this case, it's, you know, your lure. So that kind of brings to mind things like, you know, spinner baits, uh, rattling crankbaits, uh, jigs with plastic twister tails attached, um, you know, things that'll make noise. And those noises, vibrations, what have you, uh, made by these types of lures will uh, bring in bass, predator fish, really, if you will. I mean, it, it, and, and uh, it, it can be walleye or bass, northern for that matter. Um, it, it doesn't, it, it could be any of those uh, to, uh, you know, it, it'll bring in a, uh, a curious fish uh, to, uh, to come in. You know, and however you want to, you know, whatever kind of retrieve works works best. Um, you don't have to necessarily, you know, do a lot of uh, fancy moves or anything like that. You can keep it simple with a straight type of retrieve. You're not really having to do anything, uh, you know. You know, if you want to put some pauses in there, a little stop-start kind of presentation. Um, you can still do that, uh, but again, you don't have to do a lot of, you know, walking the dog or any of that, you know, um, you know, it, it's, you know, they're not seeing that kind of movement. They're just maybe sensing that kind of movement. So, um, something you, you just kind of want that, that noise, that vibration to something that the, that they can zero in on the, uh, on the lure, um. With a start-stop kind of presentation, you know, like a jerk bait or something like that, it's maybe not sometimes as easy for those fish to track. So maybe isn't quite as uh, effective in in 
really stain dirty water. Um, so, you know, if there's no vibration, the fish can't necessarily key in on it. So it's kind of important to keep it, keep it moving, you know, even if it's a slow kind of a movement, something that's going to keep that vibration going uh, on a consistent basis anyway. Um, you know, that's going to, you know, keep that noise flowing, if you will, to uh, kind of like me droning on and on, you know, just, <laughs> uh, that, you know, that they're, they're going to be able to key in on. You stop the noise, they may not be able to uh, finish homing in on what, uh, what you're going for. Um, another tool in the, uh, excuse me, in the arsenal for catching fish in dirty water is, you know, attaching extras to the lure. Um, there are a couple of other ways to uh, accomplish this um, that you can engage the, the fish's scent or fish's uh, senses anyway and that's uh, with scent and and with flash. Uh, by adding scent you're, you're also helping to draw in the fish uh, since you've already got him interested in with the, uh, the noisy lure you've got um, and this is, you know, with the, with the noise anyway, you're kind of bringing them in from a distance. That's just kind of, you know, ringing the dinner bell from, you know, 20 feet away, if you will. Uh, you know, with the scent, it's like, yeah, you're maybe 10 feet away. You know, these are just numbers kind of, I'm, 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 you know, these are, I'm ballparking it here, if you will. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> I'm, you know. That, that smells like something mm, tasty, you know? Um, yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, hmm, that's, you know, I better keep moving in and, and keep going here. And then, you know, it's one way to help seal the deal, if you will. Okay, now the easiest way is with a, you know, like a little chunk of minnow attached to the bait or something like that. Uh, the scent trail should be enough that even in the darkest water, you know, it's not going to keep a fish from finding it. Um, that that kind of a smell too is is also uh, the most natural. You know, something a predator expects to be smelling. Um, that kind of a scent in the water, uh, and that's not to say that you know other artificial scents that you add uh, to your lure you know won't work. Uh, they do, uh, but that minnow sound, smell, if you know, is is I guess sort of the original and uh, you know I. I I guess I kind of think, you know, the best, you know, why tamper with, with Mother Nature? Um, you know, it's, it's what's worked, I guess. So, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's what works. So, anyhow, lastly, and, and uh, like I also mentioned here too, you know, adding some flash to the lure. Uh, you know, this isn't about lure color, you know, which for these situations... Uh, should be bright anyhow. Uh, silver and gold for spinnerbait blades, you know, whites, chartreuses, and orange for crankbaits, jigs, and plastics. Um, you know, what I'm talking about is adding some flash like tinsel to the lure's hooks. Um, and this is where, you know, you know, if you're a fly fisherman, uh, you can create your own dressed hooks with, um, you know, products. There's, you know, things like you know, crystal flash or Flashaboo, uh, and if you don't know what those products are, you you, you know you can find them online and, and it, you know, look them up. It, it, 
but there are and there are dressed hooks that you can find online that are already pre-made ones um and the other but the other thing is uh i guess by making your own you can customize the flash to to whatever you want kind of similar to making your own uh your own custom jigs uh you know swim jigs and things like that with the with the plastics and things like that 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 you know, you can you know maybe put in a, a little custom pattern or maybe a little blue or something. You know, I mean, and and kind of do it that way as well, and, and put your own little take, your own little spin on it, if you will. Uh, and that um, is kind of fun, and it might also be um, a little bit better for you as well. And you might you know find a, a pattern that you know you think that that might work a, a little bit better uh, than than just a you know. A simple, you know, white or a silver or gold or something like that. You know, you might throw a little blue fleck or something like that in there, or a little purple or a little red or something. You know, that that might uh, that might bring in something or a little red to uh, imitate a you know a flaring gill, something like that. That uh, that that might help seal the deal, if you will. Um, all to to help draw in the predator. That's something that you know that will pull in the. Uh, that's that's the close-up part. This is uh, uh, that that flash part is just that you know from say like a foot away. So you know you got the, sp- the you know you got the noise from twenty feet. You got maybe the smell from you know ten feet, and then you got the little f- the little flash from you know a couple of feet or a foot away or whatever. You know that that just kind of you know e- you know you combine all those elements. Um, you know sound, scent, and flash, and um, you know along with with those high percentage locations, um, you know, that to me anyway is uh, uh, at least a, a, to me it improves your chances uh, this spring anyway with, uh, with finding fish and having success, uh, especially with that, that dirty water. And, uh, you know, even to, and it's not going to matter too because, we get high water in the spring, and even if we don't, we're still it's still going to be, you know, we still get that runoff. We still get that, uh, even if it doesn't come up very high, and, and last year, obviously, we didn't get very high water, um, and what we did get went down pretty quickly, and, you know, it was still, you know, there were still a lot of places where it was, dir- you know, we had a lot of dirty water, but it didn't rise up very high, but... You know, so it's you know, an opportunity to uh, uh, maybe experiment a little bit and try something a little different, try something a little new, and you know, challenge yourself. That's kind of the fun of it too. That's uh, um, you know, opportunity here where you know maybe uh, maybe you learn something new, try something, uh, try some new combinations and some new color combinations of uh, of your lure. Maybe try something new with. Uh, your hook combinations, you know, like I said, some of those dressed hooks. Huh, maybe try something, uh, a dressed hook and a different, you know, let's say a red, you know, lure and and a different color treble hook dressed out or something. Yeah, might be kind of fun. Might be interesting. Something to think about anyway, especially, you know, when. When we get these nights uh, that are just uh, downright blustery and something to try anyway. It is uh, 842. 
I'm going to take a short break, come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Cares Campaign, sponsored by the Krat Lumber Company of La Crosse, is the new way WKTY gives back to our community. Focusing on area programs that support our local kids, athletics, and those in need, WKTY Cares is aiming to make lives better in the Cooley region with targeted donations to local programs whose primary goal is also helping those in need. In February, WKTY Cares is proud to award the Terry Erickson Boys and Girls Club of La Crosse with our first donation. Thanks to Krat Lumber Company of La Crosse for their support of WKTY Cares. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. 